This is the Tech Arts Network. Welcome to Church Grip, episode 13. Today we're going to talk about in-ear monitoring for praise teams. Church Grip is a 10-minute or less podcast about church media and technology. Well, in last week's show, we talked about the Roland M48 monitors. Today I want to talk about another change I made recently where we added in-ear monitoring for our praise teams. Up until about August of this year, we ran two to four floor wedges for the vocalists. Our praise teams are usually five to seven people. Our worship leaders have been using ears for a few years, but the praise team members themselves, usually about five of them, have not been using in-ear monitoring. In the never-ending goal to lower stage volume, and try and get a little better control over what the people in the front rows of the house are hearing, we decided that we wanted to put our praise team on in-ear monitoring. I know this is something that's been done by many churches, and um, we're certainly not the first, but kind of wanted to walk you through the process that we went through. While it's turned out to be successful, we certainly have some things that we do different, and I definitely wanted to share those with you guys. And for anybody who might be looking to do it in the future, save um, some potential issues that you may come across. Firstly, let me talk about how we decided to uh, roll this out. Number one, we took a empty channel we had of in-ear monitoring and we bought some extra receivers. We bought six extra receivers and we connected that up to a Roland M48 mixer and gave a dedicated praise team channel that we put all five of the individuals in on that Roland M48 mixer. For the actual headphones themselves, we decided to purchase about eight Westone UM1 uh, earbuds along with a bunch of replaceable foam earpieces. We bought an electronics part uh, plastic bin with a whole bunch of small drawers. We labeled up the names of the praise team members and we used that to store all of their ear earphones and we put that backstage in a place where that they can just go pick up a set of ears and their earphones put them on wear their ears and be ready to go so it's something that as a tech team all all we're basically dealing with is if there's a new praise team member we give them a set of phones and label up a drawer for them they basically get their ears put their ears back i was really worried about this at first i thought it would definitely be a place where we'd run into some issues, but so far they've been really good with uh, maintaining them. Um, In the six months we've been using them, I have yet to have a broken set of ears. Although occasionally we do find that somebody accidentally doesn't put them away and we have to go looking for them, but that's why we hide away a spare set or two so that we can uh, swap them out. And the UM1s, while they may not be the best Uh, for low frequency response for the vocalists we found they're fine and they're fairly inexpensive you know around the hundred hundred and twenty dollar price range per set of ears when we did this we also told everybody and recommended that they potentially look at getting uh, fitted uh, molded in-ear monitors Um, as somebody who plays occasionally I switched out to molded in-ears and I was just surprised at how much 
better the fit is and really increased the comfort level I had and the because of that, the quality of what I was listening to. So we started this process by getting the system all set up and ready to go and basically just said, hey, let's just try it in a rehearsal, our Wednesday night rehearsal, which we only really have about a half hour of time with the praise team vocalist during that rehearsal. And then we'll just see if it's good to go and we can use it on Sunday where we have a little longer rehearsal, about an hour. Well, the first crew was kind of a crash and burn. Didn't really go well. They got through that half-hour rehearsal and felt like they couldn't hear anything. This was complete culture shock for them, being that they are new. Uh, we really underestimated how how long it would take uh, the people to get comfortable. And, and to be honest with you, there still are a few who aren't totally comfortable with the in-ears yet. So I would really recommend if you're going to do this, probably take a good month of maybe even dedicated vocal rehearsals where you can get people in and try them before you really try and use them on a Sunday morning. I think it would really increase the comfort level of those that are um, moving forward. We have three groups that rotate that are our main uh, praise teams, and in those we've kind of dedicated one person per team to run the M48 mixer, setting everything up and kind of uh, mixing the channels for everybody. So the praise team talks to that one person, that one person then makes the changes. That's worked out pretty well for us so far, and I think we'll uh, definitely continue with that. Now on to the pitfalls that we've run into and, and things that I would do differently if I was to roll this out again. Number one, I would probably get at least three different ear sets. I would have a soprano, a alto, and a tenor channels. If if that's how your praise teams are built, all of our praise teams usually have a couple of sopranos, a couple of altos, and a couple of tenors. And I really would have probably broken, been better off to break those channels or those different singers onto their own channel so that they would have the capability of turning up the sopranos just for the sopranos and turning up the altos just for the altos and turning up the tenors just for the tenors. Right now, being that they're all in one channel, they're kind of stuck with whatever mix we give them. And it always seems like the altos are asking for more alto and the sopranos are asking for more sopranos. But the other groups are saying, oh no, I hear plenty of sopranos, plenty of altos. I need more tenors or whatever section they happen to be singing. So I would really recommend if you're looking at doing this um, to be able to break out each individual um, each individual section at least, if not go all the way to giving each person their own mix. And in that case, you would have to break out all their vocals onto their own channels. That of course would be the best, but in my case, we struggle even with the Roland mixers to find enough channels. I would basically have to give each praise team person a completely different um, mixer layout with their own dedicated channels. And I think we would start coming up short on channels pretty fast, um, even though we have 40 that are capable of being routed to the 16 channel mixer. You'd be surprised how fast they go. But, you know, if you're in a situation where you don't have a lot of orchestra or a lot of different guitar players, I would definitely recommend breaking them out onto their own, own channels. That would uh, be very helpful. Uh, we would have also spent a lot more time training and allowing people to use the ears in rehearsal before actually going live on a Sunday morning. 
the very first rehearsal we did with the praise team, it took almost the entire half hour rehearsal just to get everybody wearing the ears and understanding how the pack plugs in and getting comfortable with just physically wearing the ears. This wasn't taking any time to mix or to actually sing and see how it sounds. It was just literally training each person how to put the ears in, how to wrap the cable, and giving them safety instructions such as not running them too loud, as well as not pulling out one ear and just using the single ear and how that can cause hearing damage. So that alone basically shot the entire first rehearsal. So you basically need two or three times with the people to actually let them listen start getting comfortable to sing before you even want to consider using them on a Sunday morning. Other than those few minor issues, we've really found that this has really helped the performance overall. People are singing a little better on pitch and we're getting better results and we're definitely have a much quieter stage, which really helps with all the microphones that are around. Now, if there was just a way I could figure out how to get rid of the choir monitors, we'd really be in good shape. Thanks for joining me this week. Next week, I'll be giving a review of the Apollo right arm, which is a moving head yoke for uh, conventional lighting fixtures. You've been listening to Church Grip, episode 13. You can find Church Grip on the iTunes store. You can also find Church Grip on the Tech Arts Network. Head on over to the Tech Arts Network and listen to all the other great shows that are out there. Thanks and have a great week.